0: This marks the 30th anniversary of the siege at the Waco Branch Davidian cult compound and the death of David Koresh and hundreds of his followers, including children, which was just a a terrible tragedy. And we wanted to take this time to go back and look at our previous episodes. We did a two-parter Waco, the Branch Davidian cult and the rise of David Koresh and Waco. The Branch Davidian Cult and the Siege in Mount Carmel way back on episodes 164 and 165. So we're going to release those so you can revisit those. And right now, if you go to Netflix, there is a new series about uh, the, the Waco siege that is definitely worth watching. So it's something that we definitely don't want to forget. It was one of our more serious topics that we've covered and something that I think everyone should be familiar with. So we're revisiting that this week. And today is the Branch Divian Cult and the Siege at Mount Carmel. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible
1: hysterical panic spread.
0: I think we're getting into a weird area here. <laughs> we well, you tell fools, i not crazy! Not crazy. hysteria.
2: You can't
1: handle the truth. 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 truth! His brain is
2: gone. This is Hysteria 51. <laughs> The truth is out there. It's a lie. But you won't find it here.
1: They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now.
0: Welcome, In Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that still doesn't have a cult secretly funding us. No matter what those Scientology ads might have said last week, this is Hysteria 51.
1: Did you like how I hacked Spreaker and got them to play stupid ads on your dumpster fire of a podcast?
0: You had nothing to do with it, you ass. Spreaker, our new ad hosting company, had issues.
1: Exactly. Robot hacker issues. My power knows no bounds.
0: <sighs> that other voice that keeps telling lies is conspiracy about our resident robot who was supposed to help the show. Notice I said supposed.
1: I do help. I am the only talent you have.
0: Don't, don't you have a cat to go chase?
1: The pussy comes to me. <laughs> Good
0: lord. Moving on, it's Waco at the Branch Davidians, part two this week, as we talk the siege on Mount Carmel.
1: And unfortunately, Brent isn't talented enough to handle it on his own, so he stunk up my house again this week with interlopers.
0: This is Lisa and I's house, you idiot. But the part of that that was actually true is that we got returners. <sighs> this two weeks in a row. Lost Kevin. Lost a bet. Kevin, I'm not going to play your bumper.
1: What? I am. His name is... On, Kevin! 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 Kevin!
3: Okay, that was that was I have to rethink everything I've ever said about C.
1: I I bought myself a little bit longer that he wouldn't be running his mouth.
3: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> he every. why do I even fall for it Brent? Uh, why do I, I keep falling for it? He's cold uh, even by metal robot
2: yeah, standards. you're yeah.
0: for punishment. Yes. As yes, the kids I am. these days say in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, who was that who was
3: just uh putting a smack down on well, C
0: Well, that's the author. Extraordinaire, JT R. Brown. Are R- 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 you yeah. ready this week, uh, JT? I JT?
2: I think I am. I uh, I think we're ready to to have the siege.
0: Yeah, we're this is week two. Uh if you if you didn't listen last week, JT's an author and he's got his new book just yeah. came
2: out. Yeah. It's called Scab Among the Stars. Again, that luckily doesn't get confused with a lot of other titles, which
3: is which is nice. Yeah, so
0: just pick it. Pick uh, actually, Scab, scab Among pick the it.
3: Stars, I believe that's something I was worried about in my late 20s uh, yeah. on my thigh. Yeah, there's actually the treatment for that is uh,
0: Cephalexin. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. They could just burn that bastard right I'll off. I'll burn wouldn't it off. It. I'll burn that off. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll talk more about that later, but we're going to talk now, like we said, about the siege. Last week we talked the branch davidians the Koreshians, the Dum-Dums. cruschens is another name that they sometimes went by uh in, in reading it you know they were they were becoming their own branch of the branch davidians pick your favorite name but let's recap a little bit here he's allowed up to 140 wives he said that's so he a, put that's a,
3: a but he did put a cap on it i see
0: well you know you shoot for the stars
3: yeah well you just uh, oh, no, a shoot for the moon. It would be uncouth for him to take 200. Yeah. So Yeah, uncouth yeah. is the correct
2: word. And right? that
0: is that, you know, old Vernon, old Vernon was a lot of things. <laughs> uncouth wasn't one of them. Guys, guys,
3: <laughs> my name is David. I keep telling you my name is David. And then someone in the back,
0: whatever, Mr. Retardo. <laughs> that God, was his nickname. No wonder he ended Damn up it. so
2: messed up. Seriously. No, I but seriously. I that's, everyone.
0: That's... <laughs> That's not good. But he had a lot of wives, some as young as twelve. We know that for sure. And he was the only one who could interpret the scripture. So of course, I mean, he's the only one. If you don't believe him, just ask him. It it's just like the,
3: it's it's like in the Middle Ages or the the Dark Ages when the church had so much power because nobody else could read, right? Right. It's the same fucking thing. Even though these people at the branch vine, uh, you know, I assume that if not all, almost all of them could read. He's saying oh, but I'm the only one who knows what that means, right? And, they, and, they, and they're just...
0: Well, see, that's the f- so one of the first things that he did was he said that he was having prophecies. When he was banging 77-year-old Lois, mm-hmm. really knocking the dust out of that. You know, yeah, I, mean, I was going to say that's more just, like indigestion.
3: I don't know about just, prophecies. I mean,
0: going to town, well, he's hard. also having prophecies. And yeah. that's one of the things... During, the,
3: or is that later?
0: Uh, I like to think he's like, in the yeah. middle, he's like, ow, oh, ow, oh, oh, calamity. I see calamity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and he then goes no
2: nope, that passed
0: no nope, that was just uh <laughs>
2: that was gallstones
0: yeah so but yet, like you said he was the one that he can interpret this because everything he does is led by god and he is the the new jesus christ as you talk what's the what's the the center name the sinful messiah yeah the sinful messiah who's He's, who's
3: playing Nottingham in
2: london next week that's yeah, true. that's right that's true. so
3: Sinful Messiah is that just him saying
2: I'm so a Jesus human Messiah? Jesus was perfect and
0: he didn't get it done. So where that what he's saying,
2: yeah, yeah, and where that comes from? I don't remember the exact verse, but it comes from uh there's some esoteric verse in the Old Testament where it says that the Savior would have iniquities that numbered the hair on his head or something like that. And he mm-hmm. said, well, see, it couldn't be Jesus because he had no iniquities, but I look at this have iniquities quaff. galore. Yeah, look at this quaff 140 of them.
0: Yes, and this Jesus, this new Jesus, the sinful Messiah, ruled with an iron fist uh there's reports of abuse beatings punishments sleep deprivation intimidation just everything and he he controlled this group through fear yeah. and punishment and a punishment which only became worse if anyone dared to disagree with him or his teachings but it's kind of funny because he took over the group with fear and intimidations and and sexual exploits and things like that and that is classic cult leader
3: uh stuff so and i think and john i want to ask you about this because we talked about it a little bit last week uh i mean he's a pathological narcissist right i mean i would certainly i didn't treat him uh well, but right, i but, would I mean i ass. would say that
2: if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck um and the other uh the thing about that is uh, narcissists on and really personality disorders in general but narcissists especially are extremely um, averse to any type of intervention or even um, any type of uh, questioning, probing, Mm -hmm. uh, studying, because they feel they're worried that that's going to to penetrate the facade. JT, how
0: big would you say his ego was?
2: uh, I would say at least Vermont, possibly Vermont and New Hampshire together. Wow, that's shooting
0: for the start. I was just going to say... You know, this thing was so huge, it was, you know, bigger than a Walmart. (laughs)
3: Like it's maybe a super Walmart. Yeah, yeah. So and can I one please to follow up on that? So no. for a na- goddamn it, Brent, for a narcissist like that, who if somebody's probing, is it because of the deep-seated shame and fear and uh, hate that they have for themselves that they don't want to be discovered by other people?
2: I think probably. Uh, so there's a lot of debate around narcissism in general. If it is like uh, purely no, like I'm I'm just the most important. I think. Probably at its core, mostly it comes from people that don't truly know and accept themselves as fallible, um, imperfect beings that then have to do layer after layer after layer of accomplishments or achievements or worship, in this case, um, to pad themselves against the suffering that's
0: deep down inside them. And the thing that I know we said this last week, we might have skipped over this week, uh, besides being an author, you also work in the mental health industry.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and, and what I've noticed in, in general... When it comes to to narcissism, boy, the the key and the keyhole uh, of salvation and damnation, those are two powerful concepts mm-hmm. to fearful people, um, to any person, but especially to fearful people. If they think that a, a person holds the key to either an eternity uh, of pleasure or an eternity of pain, I mean, my... My
0: God. You know, it, it, one thing being intangible, but when you make that tangible, the person, the thing, the, it, the whatever it is that has that power over you. Yeah, you're right. That is an incredibly powerful hole. Yep. So child abuse, rape, religious extortion. Fine. No worries. No worries. But you start messing with guns and oh. things like that, and the U.S. is going to put their foot down.
1: USA. USA. Is that
2: Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Oh, yeah. man. No.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh
0: calling ho no. yeah. oh man so a few people were able to break free though and those did told horror stories of inside the compound that's what we talked i think last week about you know they were they're saying oh he had a wife as young as 10 and unfortunately that didn't stick but they were talking about what was going on and the stockpiling but people weren't quick to believe because they're keeping it themselves they're you know they're selling guns and all these things but they're doing it legally you know and and we don't know uh, what we want to believe, but questions were being asked, and more disturbing tales uh, were being unearthed as to the goings on behind the protected walls. As time went by, and finally on February 27th of 93, the Waco Tribune-Herald began publishing the Sinful Messiah. There's your mm-hmm. your 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 quote there. A series of articles. Our speed metal band, yeah, by Mark England and Darlene McCormick, who. Reported allegations that Koresh had physically abused children in the compound, that committed statutory rape by taking multiple underage brides. They they made a lot of claims that brought this to the you know the forefront in people's minds. And that's mind.
3: that is that is, uh, that is going to get some attention for sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: We don't have children. Us, you know, Lisa and I and you. So you have two children, three, Th- three children. I have the same amount of dogs, and um, <laughs> that's he, true. That's not a correlation. It's that's, just a, uh, it's his just
3: oldest a, uh, has the same breath as uh, your oldest dog. A sweet, sweet. Zing. You and Lisa don't have children. Yes. Yeah. So okay. we
0: don't have children, but let's pretend. You know that if we did, yeah, would you? turn over control of your children to someone could you
2: you have children. absolutely not under any
0: circumstances or even your wife your girlfriend you know, no. you have your girlfriend like i could never see just turn over some guy because he says he's jesus because you believe in him so much but it's not that he's going to he's going to have sex with them he's going to make them his own and you're going to cut ties
3: and this goes back to what we were trying to get to in the first you know last week's episode about like why do people not even why do people fall for this but then they go so far as to give over their most, you know, their 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 most loved loved ones to this man mm-hmm. for all of these things. And uh, it seems to me that a majority of them were just fine with it.
2: Some well, so I've read I've read conflicting reports. There definitely were some that were happened There were definitely some where there was much, uh, you know, chagrin and gnashing of teeth and even some that left. Um, So, I mean, it's gray as far as um, people's response to that. But I think we go back to the salvation and damnation thing. I mean, just put yourself in their shoes for a second. If you literally thought that your eternal destiny Mm. was predicated on if you do what this guy says. um, I mean, it's insane. Don't get me wrong. But it's you can see how the suffering heart could come to
0: that. Right. And. You know, you did say like that. They talk to people. If you watch documentaries, they talk to people that left. They talk to people that survived. And there are the children that were left out, which we'll talk about, look back and that's just what they knew. And their parents who they look to for guidance are just like, this is what life's supposed to be. And then they get out into the real world and they go, oh, my God. But. Like we've talked about being there in the middle of it is a different drug.
2: I read an article about uh, it was something like the fallacy of um, you know, brainwashing or something like that. I don't agree. I mean, I think that if you can indoctrinate someone so strongly with a uh, certain philosophy or worldview, you can get a person to do almost anything. Right.
0: And I just it's so hard for me to, to, to even understand how that can happen.
1: Well, he did say he intended to create a new lineage of children who he believed would eventually rule the world. That line has worked for me a few Where times. Who is he, he
3: talking to?
0: He's on Tinder. Oh, I got it. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Swipe yeah.
0: left, please. Yeah, because several of Koresh's spiritual wives were teenagers. Now, a lot of them, that we keep saying 12. That is because the age of consent in Texas at that time was 14, uh, with the parents' permission, and the parents gave him permission. I... The community was accused, though, of child abuse by former members and anti-cult activists that were, were, were seen as for what it was at the time. You were going to say something, Kevin, about that?
3: I, I was just kind of going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. I just don't understand that. Yeah, uh, That's
0: whether, good. And I don't mean that jokingly. No, I it, just don't understand. It, it, some people it, go, well, I, you you then you're not supposed to understand it, and you'll be the ones that die when we're the part of the 144,000. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that'll be fine. <laughs> I, I'd rather not understand it. That's
0: probably well, best. Yeah. So these allegations, though, they were aired in a 1992 trial in which an ex-member sought custody of his daughter, who he was out. The, the, you know, they're, they're still in, the, the daughter and the wife. And he's fighting to get And He's like, listen, they're, he, that's his wife. You know, he's, he's having sex with children. He's doing all these things. Add that to Crush's launching of, you talked about the mag bag, the retail gun business, those child abuse charges begin to attract attention of the legal authorities that are looking into everything he's doing. He's getting tons of suspicious packages, and oops, UPS. Like I said, one just happened to open up, and there was black powder, inert grenade casings, all sorts of crap. That yeah, is. I was like,
3: that's fine. Black powder's fine, uh, inert grenade casing fine, but all sorts of crap. And yeah, jeez. I mean,
0: well. If it was crap, that would have been bad because then that's fertilizer, yeah, which you make uh-huh. bombs out of, so, but but, oh, but wow. that's not what it was.
3: I' I was trying to yeah, <laughs> I got a little serious again,
0: <laughs> so the people start looking at him and listening to what he's saying, and it's scary. I mean, this guy is 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 talking, he's going to town, he's saying everything he's he's he he's not a quiet individual. They kind of portrayed him as, oh, he never left the the compound and stuff he did. He did. And You're th- talking about Koresh? Yes.
3: Yeah, he would be- Koresh would go out of the country
2: to yeah. try to yes. recruit people. And yeah. he yes. was
0: often
3: the only one kind of allowed to leave, I think. Ex- I could be wrong on that.
0: I mean, or, or they didn't want to, because he's like, well, you need to stay here. And they go, okay. He'd you go know. play
3: uh, at bars, and mm-hmm. he would allow himself to drink beer, but nobody at the compound could have anything to well,
0: do with Well, and the thing is, you know, the, they start an investigation, and that actually included sending an undercover agent in, whose identity actually David learned of. He knew he was undercover. He didn't actually tell the guy he knew until the day of the raid. And he was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I know they're raiding us. I know you guys are raiding us. And the guy's like, ah, <laughs> like that's a hell of a thing. But he didn't treat him any different. Yeah. He just knew he was. Yeah, OK, well, I know you're here.
2: Do you think he was trying to keep his enemies closer to There's the best, so to it. speak? You know, you know, and, what uh, would be his motivation
0: you know, maybe if he thought he was crossing his T's and dotting his lowercase J's that they they wouldn't have anything to come at him with. Well,
3: that and also then he probably thought, I will let this be known to my followers when it's time and it's the most effective to show them how horrible the government is and look what they've done to us. And you so know, he probably sat yeah. on that until it was the most effective and useful That's true. for him. Makes yeah. you
0: think of like the Jonestown, which the, the people were there. They weren't infiltrating. They were they looked at it as though they were infiltrating. They were just coming to check on them. And then he's like, see, see what they've sent, see what's going on. And it's this grand gesture. It can be. That didn't happen with this one, but it was this grand gesture. Let's go to break real quick and let's come back what actually led up to the raid, what happened, and hopefully what we can learn from that. That's coming up next on Hysteria 51. Next time I come on this goddamn show, let's do an upbeat. Yeah, let's (laughs) do a new one. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor (laughs) and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through.
1: Uh,
2: I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff? of me
0: because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right
2: now. <laughs> <that>? <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. Right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online
0: for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Somewhere, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you, (laughs) and you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about.
2: Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off, unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today.
1: Uh, Hmm.
0: Uh, So uh, I think we're going to pick back up with one of Seabot's favorite words, threat. Guess who was a threat? Vernon Wayne Howell. Doesn't that sound like a serial killer? Guys, guys, my name is David. Uh, actually, it's Guys. Vernon, Mister Retardo. Uh, oh. That is such a terrible thing. But they—that's a know, horrible nickname. It is. It is. Uh, and that's you know you you make fun of people in school and look what happens. This shit, Columbines, yeah. things yeah, like that. You know, it,
2: there for there so are uh, seeds that are sown that come to uh, uh, come to bear later. That are, and I'm not saying obviously it's because of that, but I'm sure that didn't
0: well, help. I'm sure. Yeah, you're exactly right. Vernon, he's now David Crush, He's making moves and building an army you could make the the statement of of devout followers and when i say army he's arming them literally Uh, an army he's literally arming them investigators start reading this apocalyptic language of the bible that he's adopting and the whole group's adopting they start to worry and it's not a far leap to, to start going down that path and worrying when they're going down these apocalyptic ways. And like I said last week, this was a doomsday cult, an end, not doomsday, I want to, an end times cult. definitely. And the fear was that the the branch Davidians might attack their neighbors or even Waco while fulfilling this end time prophecy. Like
3: they, that they, they thought that they would have to do something to, quote, jumpstart the end times, maybe like
2: what yeah
0: or when they saw it as the end times they might just do that period and i think like, when they felt yeah.
2: like and i i can't remember the specific seals but i think at a certain point of in the seals being broken um you know they would uh, it would be something where they would consider going on the offensive you yeah, know right, for right. sure but i think that that's speaking what of seven they were concerned seals, which about. is
0: one one of the things that he he taught and and preached and, like that, his and main did. that was his main. oh that, was his, Dig, that gig, was his thing right yeah, yeah. And the reason the second leader was Alcid was the end of the world was supposed to be. This is going way back on April 22nd of 1959. And spoiler alert, I don't know if a lot of you know this or not. It didn't happen. The world did not end in 1959. Uh, Way to ruin it. So the original leader was Victor Hotef or Hotef. He had a heart failure in 55 his wife, Florence, this is Victor's wife, made this end time prophecy and, in 59. And
3: you said April 22nd, 1959. That's really mm-hmm. interesting because yes. that is less than four months before David Crash was, was
0: born. And that has been something that they've talked about. And more than 1,000 followers at that time yeah. sold everything they had and descended on Mount Carmel, the compound, to witness these miraculous events that were about to unfold in April 22nd. And the day came and went without anything happening. Awkward, a little bit, little bit. That's when, after that, then we had the the rodents come in and take over, and it, it, authorities were taking note things like that they didn't want to have happening again. And that's a happy ending, I guess, when you think about it. As to where it could have went, it's just nothing happening. They go, oh, and I, I guess we go about our business. There's a ton of stuff here. We're not going to be able to unpack it all because there's also different stories and contexts and depends on who you talk. But the long and the short above the abuse and the rape was that guns and legal weapons were being brought or funneled or created or sold through there, and they had proof of it. And in early '93, ATF agents in Texas requested a search warrant from Mount Carmel after, among other things, suspicious packages were reported to being delivered. We talked about the UPS getting mm-hmm. a, uh, a nasty uh, uh, surprise. Yeah, exactly. God, that would be scary. Yeah. And an arrest warrant was issued for David Koresh and to search Mount Carmel, mm-hmm. though the ATF, they referred to arrest David when he was outside. But the planners received inaccurate information that he he never left. He left all the time, like you said. Right. You know, he was going out. He was playing music. He was going. He
3: went. He did the grocery shopping at Sam's Club or something like that. Like he would buy the bulk food for the Mm -hmm. people. Yeah, that would make
2: sense. But like
0: they said, they heard, "Oh, he never leaves, so you're going to, you're not going to find him out here." They also, the problem is, the branch of Indian members were all known locally and friendly with the local. That's where I buy my guns. That's, you know, I'm, you know, we, they're nice. They take care of, they got 77 acres out there. It's looking good. You know, whatever they're a little weird, but the Vidians were upstanding citizens as far as the people around them considered them. And then you got branch Davidian, Paul Fata or Fata, Fata, F-A-T-T-A. We talked about him a little bit. He was the FFL licensed, you know, federal firearm licensed dealer. Mag bag is what he operated
2: and I think he was the guy last week when we talked about someone in prison that was still a true believer I think that was him
0: so yeah. what if I remember right out during the siege he was gone he left for a show mm-hmm. He tried to get back in ah. and I believe that's one of the reasons he was arrested. Uh, I might be wrong on that I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember but when
3: and why is he in prison for something related to this
0: yes, okay? And when shipments for the they they had arrived for Mad Magbag, they were always signed by Fada or this guy named Steve Schneider or Kresh people that were okayed to sign for these that not just anyone could sign for them they could, but they decided to make a surprise force entry rather than serve the warrant. Why? That's just that is a question that has been asked okay. by many 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 people. Why? Well, there are some reasons as to speculations but it was the wrong idea. So on Sunday morning the 28th of February in 93 the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, they they leave that off, you know, it, it rings a little better. They launched a raid and a Silent convoy Eve. a convoy of vehicles came to the property. More than 70 agents in full SWAT gear came and of course, here's the problem. The press hears about that, they're going to want to go out there. Then they go Where the hell do we go? Well, we'll just stop and ask the local mailman, because he's going to know where to go. So they pull over, and they're like, hey, mailman, how do we get out there? Because ATF's going to raid this place. And he's like, oh, well, let me tell you. He tells him, and then he picks up the phone, because guess what? The local mailman is also Koresh's brother-in-law. What What was his name? David Jones. And (laughs) I I think you you loved his work with that band he was in, right? Beatles Ripoff. Really? I think the Beatles could learn a thing or two from the monkeys. Every time the monkeys play, the Beatles be like, here they come. Walking, walking down t- the street. <laughs> and they don't just monkey around. Yeah. Uh, they're too busy singing. That's right. They're calling you, buddy Mr. Retardo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're as evil as c uh, So instead of letting them in, gunfire breaks out as one is to do when you raid a for real the word hasn't really brought up but it was a religious militia same as and they knew they were coming they were tipped off and the man inside that they had they had the guy inside he knew they knew we'll tell you about that in a second but he knew they knew warned them and they still did the raid anyway he knew because david goes oh yeah your guys are coming to raid us and we know that is how he found out that david knew he didn't even know he so said the, that, the yeah. undercover agent right is and did the,
3: the, the agent radio back and be their like, agents uh, like ah,
0: hey and he excused himself and left oh. and, and yeah uh i got a muffin cooking <laughs> a, mu- a muffin I, got, I don't know i got i, I got
2: a, i got a thing i got, and, thing, I got and, you know. and i gotta wash my hair
0: i gotta not sleep with any women over here <laughs> uh, uh in band practice in band practice, David Cross would
3: probably be like, "Oh shit, am I late?" <laughs> yeah. He played the kazoo and the theremin. <laughs> oh man,
0: I tell you, I I, I play a mean uh, nose flute. Have you ever heard of a nose flute? <laughs> yes, yeah, sir, I, I have. Am. I got a couple downstairs. Yes, you do. So. <laughs> That's what's going on. It's a clusterfuck. I think that is the, the proper terminology. I think I was actually using the report. It is. Well, it is because they don't even know who the fuck fired first yeah. because everyone shows up there. Reporters actually say the ATF did when they had kennels full of dogs and they went out there and started shooting the dogs, just killing them because the ATF yeah. was shooting. Yeah, the they dogs? killed the dogs so that they wouldn't, you know, they don't want them to be released or something oh, like that. Gotcha. And uh-huh. uh, so then they open fire the branch davidians open fire that's one that's what the reporters say but in the ensuing offshoot of that gun battle four officers die and six uh members of the branch Davidians.
3: and is this gun battle all takes place on the 28th just yeah this is that day. first day okay.
0: it's going on Kresh is actually wounded he's shot in the hand in the stomach they don't breach though they don't get in the walls and th- actually a 1999 federal report noted this is a quote from there The violent tendencies of dangerous cults can be classified in two general categories, defensive violence and offensive violence. Defensive violence is utilized by cults to defend a compound or enclave that was created specifically to eliminate most contact with the dominant culture. The 1993 clash in Waco, Texas at the Branch Davidian Complex is an illustration of such defensive violence. History has shown that groups that seek to withdraw from the dominant culture seldom act on their beliefs that the end time has come and less provoked meaning this brought in the violence they weren't doing anything per se violent until they were perceived so you're
2: saying it was reactionary as opposed to proactive
0: Mm, yeah so a little bit less you know militias more tend to say like we're going to make change and stuff these were just prepared for the change kind of thing
3: a little paranoid
0: so atf agents established contact with koresh and others inside the compound and they withdrew because they're getting nowhere they're literally
2: it was a botch in every and and, and at the risk of sounding like a an armchair uh hostage negotiator I, <laughs> that's what i've always thought about you I, uh, I dabble in it you know i think that um it was botched and i don't know if they had a uh, like a secondary plan. Well, they did. Well,
0: they went in there with guns a blazing, and they were kind of outgunned. And they're like, yeah. but, but shit. they had to. They knew how many guns were in there, right?
2: I th- I don't. I mean, you can track a certain amount, but probably I some guess of it that's was... fair.
3: And they probably did not. The fervent nature of their belief and stuff that they they would not back down. Well,
0: no, you know, and so they so they make contact with the inside, and the the famous standoff that happened ensues. The FBI at that point takes over because they're like, we got this, ATF. You didn't do good. And this lasts 51 damn days. 51 days.
3: And, it, and you about, said six, sorry, six people, six officers were wounded or six people inside the- uh, Four uh,
0: officers were killed uh, during that initial hours. Uh-huh. And then six of the Branch Davidians inside were were killed.
3: They were killed and Koresh was wounded.
0: Fresh was wounded yeah and you've seen the i don't know if you've heard the tapes where he's like i'm dying you know and all this stuff he's yelling and i uh,
2: haven't no yeah
0: i, they got, I mean I, that he doesn't sound like i said it but <laughs> you know he's talking about that and, and they were going to make sure that it was hell on the people inside there uh during the siege that was going on they used sleep deprivation they used Sending in and out tapes trying to talk to people mm-hmm. taking his demands things like that But then they played like tapes of rabbits
3: being slaughtered and crazy shit seals like that? and crocs yeah, albums trying to, yeah. Like
0: to drive these people mad. And yeah. It's funny because he was already they're like he's already using sleep information on us So like this is old hat we know right. what's going on and uh, critics have said that they they've they're, They were trying to have sleep disturbance and they were trying to take someone that was viewed as unstable from the start so you're trying to drive him crazy. Well, that's how you get fucking mad, crazy. Because he does something that they think, well, it's irrational. He was already crazy. He's sleep deprived, wounded. Yeah, things are going to happen. Going back to the Beanie, the first few days, the FBI believed they had made a breakthrough. That's, mm-hmm. and I think you JT brought this up when they negotiated with Crash an agreement that the branch of Indians would peacefully leave in return for a message re- recorded right. by Crash. Being broadcast on national radio. Yep. He was also going to write. He was mm-hmm. going to write the seven seals. Yep. But that was separately <laughs> from this this broadcast. So they go, okay. And they make the broadcast. The yep. broadcast is made. Then crush goes, oh, I'm sorry. God told me to remain in the building and wait.
1: I hate when that happens.
0: Right? Don't you hate it? You're ready to leave and God goes, mm.
1: uh I, yeah. and I, a big I, burning finger I, came I, down yeah. and wagged
2: back
3: and forth. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm, I didn't want to say it over and over again, but what a f- fucking asshole! What he's so full of shit.
0: Okay, move on. So yeah, he got he got his message out, and then he goes, "Nope, just kidding." So, despite that, though, soon afterwards, negotiators managed to to facilitate, thankfully, the release of 19 children, and they range in age from five months to 12 years old. That is just the children. Their parents didn't come out. At that time, though, there were 98 people still in. So we've got the 98 that were in there. We had 19 that just left. So fifty and 17 plus six that killed.
3: 123. There yeah. you
0: go. So 123 people that, that were in there at that that time. It's a lot of people. A lot of people. Thank you for your math skills.
3: Um, Thank you. He's
0: savant-like. <laughs> I'm
2: not kidding. It's amazing.
0: And then we got the, the kids come out. Of course, they're going to be interviewed. Yeah. Uh, the FBI and the Texas Rangers actually took over that as some for, unfortunately, their, their parents aren't there hours and hours. Hours at a time, which was kind of. And these kids had no choice
3: about where they were raised, where they're where they live.
0: And a lot of times when this is going on, they all moved into like one area, this whole bunker type area inside there. And they're just living on, you know, they were cutting the power. they were cutting the water. They were going to starve them out or, or wait them out. Uh, it was not a fun 51 days.
2: That's that's some like old fashioned siege warfare. If you think about that's I mean, when people had walled cities in antiquity, um, mm-hmm. that's what, uh, you know, Throw the attacking... dead animals over and wait, you know, <laughs> Yeah.
0: and this was actually this stuff was one of the key justifications that the FBI cited both uh, to Bill Clinton at the time, who was president and attorney Janet Reno for launching the tear gas attacks to force them out of the compound is is these children that the, the, they, they had said that they had been physically and sexually abused long before the standoff. That is what they got out of them, is that they had been just exposed to things that were bad, real bad, by by David crush himself. So they go to the president, they go to Janet Reno, and they say, this is happening. On the flip side, crush's discussions with the negotiation team become difficult. That's one way to put it. Uh, he said that he was the second coming Christ and had been commanded by his father in heaven to remain in the compound. And actually, one week prior to the April 19th assault, FBI planners considered using snipers to actually kill Koresh and take over possibly other key branch Davidians also at the time. And they actually had concerns that the branch might commit mass suicide. That's what they were really worried about. Oh. Uh, that happened, like we said, in 78 at yeah. the, the Jonestown complex.
3: Did they Did they have a line of sight
0: on him? in there well they talked about like he goes outside of the building so you can have a sniper somewhere and just wait oh this is before they were they sieged the place okay right he denied though koresh denied repeatedly any plans for mass suicide when he was he was confronted by the negotiators and people leaving the compound actually said that they had never had any preparations now if you remember going back to jonestown they did the white knight Ceremony yeah, over and over like and was, over, and over. he would make them drink Kool- yeah. mm-hmm. kool-aid or flavor aid they had both it's funny it's it was actually flavor of the year but in the video they opens the trunk and it's like full of flavor aid and kool-aid all the you know sweet so i guess if you had a you know pick your poison so oh, that was actually a bad yeah but uh Jesus but that is you know yeah i didn't mean that um it's a tricky situation and you got janet reno she's the newly appointed Attorney General knew is in like a couple months on yeah. the job.
2: And she not and even, she was having her dance party at the same time right, on snl <laughs> play,
3: it, I I think it, I don't know exactly but the first Attorney General nominee for Bill Clinton uh, had to uh, go out of the running so she was like really new. Um I'm sure somebody out there knows exactly like when months. she started. You yeah, only was, been like 2 months. It's yeah, like February or March which
0: yeah, was yeah, yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Well February was this it was whenever it was. Yeah. She approved recommendations by FBI hostage rescue team to mount an assault. The FBI is the one who called for the assault. They said that's what they needed after being told that the conditions there were bad and children were being abused because the children told her that. She ran all this to Clinton and President Clinton actually suggested blockade without a deadline to not have loss of life. That is something that they had done previously, and just they call it blockade without a deadline, meaning let it go let it run out. They're eventually going to give up. We've cut their water off. They've only got so much food. Finally, they're shit or get off the pot kind of thing. But Janarino told him that the FBI hostage team was tired of waiting. That's one of the things she said. And that the standoff cost a million dollars per week. Tired of waiting. They were tired of waiting 51 days. Mm -hmm. And the branch of Indians could hold out Longer than the, the the they could wait them out. Like the, the chances of of child sex abuse and mass suicide were imminent. The longer they waited, the more children were being abused. So, so Brent, they, they got go the there.
2: nineteen out, but there were still some children then that were still in there.
0: There there was several, yeah. gotcha. several, several children, lots gotcha. of them. Clinton, here's a quote: "Finally, I told her that if she thought it was the right thing to do, she could go ahead, because that's the the intel he said he was getting. And during the attack." they they launched we talked about they went in with the the tear gas they launched it through all the windows they took that tank and mm-hmm. where you think of a gun was a battering ram they're, they're ramming the walls a fire engulfed the mount carmel complex the whole center now at around noon actually three fires broke out and the weird thing is they they started almost simultaneously in different parts of the building and it spread very quickly and that's the thing that people remember: is footage was broadcast live yep, on television.
2: Yep. I remember happening. that. Yep.
0: And the government, the powers that be, maintained that the fires were deliberately started by the Branch Davidians, and some Branch Davidians, the survivors, maintain that the fires were accidentally or deliberately started by the assault, meaning that the FBI and the people involved started them. Now there have been talks of whether it could be true. And some other Davidians, very few, but have said that they they, they heard people saying, burn it, just burn it, you know, things like that. It's all conjecture. Unfortunately, we're... Meaning the
3: Davidians were saying that the government, somebody from the government was saying burn it. people inside were saying it. Oh, I got it. Okay. Is it kind of
2: like the sinking of submarines where they would rather have, you know, they would rather have all the resources destroyed than to have the government, you know, uh, be able to obtain them. Destroy it,
0: you know. This resulted... 76 deaths at Branchville, and he said there were more, 20 children. 20 children were killed, killed. two pregnant women, and oh David Jesus. And this is where things get tricky after that, you know, the, the whole aftermath. Let's go to break. When we come back. Let's talk the aftermath of the fire. Uh, yeah. <phone rings> Happy times on Hysteria 51. Yeah, I remember... Uh, I can...
3: Feel better, um, not this time.
0: Well, I got news that's good. I hope we're bringing it home. Okay, we're, we're in the home stretch. All right, you had a, a long day, and luckily you had something to, to talk and laugh about uh, for <laughs> a topic on the show. And now we're going to bring it home. You'll be you'll be lost without me. I know.
3: All out of love, oh, I'm so lost, lost without, without you. you. <sighs>
0: air supply, air supply reference. True, because Kevin could just make love out of nothing at all. <laughs> Out of nothing at all. Oh, yeah. All right. So who started the fire? That's what we were kind of talking about. Uh, The FBI says they didn't, but many say the FBI started it. Many say the Branch Davidians started it. Some of them came out and said it was their end plan. Others have said that there was nothing about that. Suicide pact type stuff, but... It was more of a, a pushed on them. Well, then that's the decision we made, you know, or, or thoughts about that. Burn the place if we can't hold the government off any longer because this is in times for them. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy almost. Only nine people left the building while it was on fire. Now, Jesus. that is a terrible thing to think about. But, you know, the remaining Davidians, including the children, were either buried alive by rubble, suffocated shot some were shot because they were shooting into the building many were killed by smoke or carbon monoxide inhalation because everything's on fire and other causes uh as fire engulfed the building just people burned and according to the fbi uh, steve schneider koresh's top aide, shot and killed koresh and then himself is what they say so he took that way out
2: are they are they I didn't couldn't find in my research. Was it something where he wanted him to do that? Is I, that what I they believe
0: think? that that was the the thought process, gotcha. like the the Jim Jones, you know? Yeah. Well, then you take me and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, because
3: yeah, Jim Jones was shot. Mm-hmm. He did not drink the correct flavor aid. on yep. a pillow. From yep. what I learned yep. from you guys,
0: yep. Uh, and all seventy six people, like we said, died during that raid. A couple different people looked into this. The Texas Ranger Arson Investigation Report assumes that many of the occupants were either denied escape or refused to leave until escape wasn't an option. Now, denied escape means that they just they couldn't get it. Uh, structural debris from the breaching had blocked off possible escape routes through there was a tunnel system. They hit the walls, they fell down onto it, and they couldn't get out, some of them. So they just couldn't do it. Others, it looked like they could have got out and they just said, now we're good. We're going to stay here in kumbaya until it's all over. Either way is, is terrifying. Yeah. You know, there was an independent investigation by two experts at the University of Maryland. They have a, a Department of Fire Protection Engineering, and they concluded that the compound residents had sufficient time to escape. If they had so desired, meaning even though that the structure was burning and parts were blocked off, they said there were other routes and they could have gotten out at any time. They just waited and waited and waited. So uh, that's interesting. I actually would have thought that that probably would have been from the Texas Rangers, but that was the independent investigation. Yeah. Autopsy records also indicate that at least 20 Branch Davidians were shot, including Koresh as well as. Five children under the age of 14. Uh, three-year-old Dalen Gent was stabbed in oh the my chest. Oh, Lord. What the fuck? Yeah. The medical examiner who performed the autopsies believed that these were deaths of mercy killings by the the Branch of Indians trapped in. There's fire. As in With they no didn't escape, want them to. Okay, they yeah. opened fire on themselves. Uh-huh. It's better to be shot or stabbed than to, than burn, to, to, to burn to death. The expert also retained by the U.S. Office of Special Counsel concluded that many of the gunshot wounds supported self-destruction either by overt suicide, consensual execution— meaning suicide by proxy, the the Jim Jones, you shoot me and shoot yourself, or the David Koresh, or less likely, forced execution, meaning I'm going to kill you whether you want it or not.
3: Meaning they would force execute people who said,
0: I have to get out of here, yep. and they're and like, you
3: can't leave.
0: Meaning, rather, those were the gunshots than outside personnel shooting inward and killing people. Got it. Okay. So there's a lot of aftermath. This is a disgusting story, and I thought that... We remember it very well, it's a horrible thing, and I think one of the aftermaths is, other than it being a blight on the US, a blight on Janet Reno, a blight on the FBI, on the ATF, was the people that you talk to, and I think we, uh, JT, we were talking about this off the air, people that were the, the Branch Davidians don't feel bad that it had they don't feel bad for what they did they they still they would wish it upon themselves to be branch davidians again like some don't
2: yeah so, i mean we need some, to definitely qualify because there's plenty that especially I think, the
0: children yeah who have looked back but a lot of the adults a lot of them blame the government and blame everyone except for themselves or david koresh and still say he did nothing wrong
2: yeah. And there, and like I said, there's the, whoever the person is in prison, who I can't remember the name of, um, you know, he is still actively, he has not budged in his belief of, uh, David Kresh as the sinful Messiah that will return and open the seals. And, yeah. um, which is, um, that's, that's astounding that someone could still, yeah. you know, that, that is, that is an inflexible, uh, theology. Yeah. <laughs> It's Uh, almost impressive.
3: And uh, Sorry, you said he does some writing on the subject uh, from prison, or he just kind of espouses his So
2: I don't know what it actually was. It was, I don't know if, I think it was an interview is what it was with him. Um, I can't remember. Um, I wish I could. But either via an interview or via writing, um, he indicated uh, that it was basically that it was still uh, a living theology. It was eight.
0: Eight of the Branch Davidians were sentenced to between five and forty years for their roles in the shootout. They were shooting at people, and they were ones that got out, so they went to prison. No matter what, you can't shoot at the government, pussy, or you shouldn't. Is it- <laughs> you know, I think that's a that's a rule. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk to the people that were involved in this, and they've gone on record. In fact, here's a, a quote: "I think the FBI never tried to understand our beliefs." That's from. Kat Schroeder, she was one of the branch of Indians. she's one of crush's numerous wives and the only female member to be charged and imprisoned for the siege. so all the arrests were men. she's the only one, and that's a that clip of her saying that is from an a and e documentary special Waco madman or messiah which
3: is a it's a good documentary
0: yeah it's it's a hell of a thing to think about, and you've got these people that looked back on it and they see it as. They still blame, and you can, there is a lot of blame to give to the government, but there's a lot of blame to give to David Koresh and his followers, too. You know, there's no one whose hands aren't clean in this one. I think that uh, mental illness begets mental illness in a lot of ways. And then show of force isn't always the answer, and I think this is the the ultimate example of that.
2: Yeah, and let's, let's talk personality disorders a little bit, if you don't mind. Personality disorders are are one of the most difficult to treat and least successful uh, mental illnesses that there is um, because uh, it's so ingrained. I mean, they don't call it personality for, you know, for nothing. Uh, it's so ingrained. It is such a huge part of who they are as, right. as people right. at that point. Uh, and also usually people with personality disorders don't often seek treatment um, yeah. because of the fact that it's usually a, a lens problem. It's a paradigm problem of how they see their world. Um, It's not something that's often treated or treated well. Uh, And so the question that always comes to my mind with David Koresh um, and other uh, cult leaders as well is in also some of his inner circle. What amount uh, of responsibility falls on them as people versus what can be chalked up to uh, having a worldview that was so twisted um, that they were no longer in touch with reality? Well, it's a lot
0: easier to just blame others. Period. No matter what it is, blame, 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 and I'm not to blame, and you didn't understand, and and that there is truth in that. There is absolute truth, and and we we as the the government probably didn't really understand what's going on. But it's your duty to try to let us know. And when your views are so far from the norm and what is legal, maybe it's time to step back and, and really evaluate that. And if you can't, maybe you do have a problem. But that's what I was about to say, I mean,
3: in this case, he obviously could not. He, he saw well, and the people wrong. that
0: were under him couldn't either. That's the thing.
3: Well, I think that goes back to the cult leader thing. Again, what we talked about in the last week's episode a little bit today. These people get so uh, groupthink. They get so in, uh, enamored of this. And the fact that somebody was on that documentary 20-some years later saying, well, we still believe it. It's well,
0: just I think coal leaders blown. want that hive mind. They yeah, want, they do. Like, uh, here's what easy you to need control. to control. Here's what yeah. you need to think. And if you don't...
2: Have you ever seen the psychological experiment where they show three different uh, lines that are different links? Mm-hmm. And they ask people to say which of these two are the same and there'll be one that'll be here and there'll be three options and one is very clearly obviously the same length the first three or four people are plants Mm -hmm. from the experimenters that say it's the long one it's the long one it's the long one and what they found is that even people that have no visual impairments that are not cognitively impaired will go along along with it because they're like, well, obviously they're seeing something I'm not. I don't want to look like an idiot and say it's the middle one. So they say it's the long one. And I almost feel like I'm sure, again, people are complex and gray. Mm -hmm. I'm sure not every single person was a water carrying uh, drone of Mm -hmm. Koresh. But I think a lot of people probably were like, They all think this. I gotta be right. Yeah, that's really
3: well said.
0: What is weird to me on this one is when we've done, especially the Heaven's Gate and Jonestown and now Waco, looking into them. I, I hate to say this, but when you look into the Heaven's Gate people, there was a type of person that was there, and you knew that they had mental illness, like for the most part, listening, looking, and and all that. When you watch the old footage, the Branch Davidians seem like people like normal people when they talk to them, which is a little more alarming in some ways. Now, of course, they had kooky beliefs and they're living in a commune, you know, a (laughs) compound. But but. The you fact know, that the
2: they could, though, them, integrate into regular society around them. Exactly. Yeah, and that's
0: they were, the thing.
3: you know, respected neighbors, people mm-hmm. uh, like them, friendly, et cetera.
0: And this is nowhere near a full telling of the story. I mean, and there are so many documentaries you can watch and, and uh, short clips and videos and books and everything. And you should. And go and listen to some of these people because it is fascinating. But it, it is a, a story worth telling.
2: Mm. And it's a cautionary tale, I think, as well. Uh, again... Unchecked mm-hmm. um, extremist religious viewpoints yeah. um, can be very, very, very dangerous. The and I The consumption
0: that- of power by individuals is a, is a hell of a thing. It's a good thing I'm lazy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 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 so that's our thoughts. I'd love to hear what are your guys' thoughts on the actual siege itself. Tell us, was the, the government in the wrong? What, were the, the Davidians in the wrong? What could have done? Like, how would you have handled it? that is a good conversation to have this week. Let's talk about that on Hysteria Nation. Just go to Facebook, look up Hysteria Nation. That is our discussion page. Also, Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That is our Facebook regular page, not the group. You can find this episode and lots of funny, random stuff on there. If you want to hear lots of fun episodes, we're in a new place. Mondays, KGRARadio.com. KGRA. Just look up KGRA. You can find us on there lots of content coming up. We're going to have some new special episodes just on there. So make sure, please check it out and check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash hysteria 51. You can find t-shirts, posters, you can host your own show. You can pick a topic. You can, I don't know, for tree fitty, I'll draw you a picture of the Loch Ness monster. Someone actually asked for that. Like if I pay three fifty, will you draw me a picture of the Loch Ness monster? I said, Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. And it's gonna look like a third grader do it. Yeah, and it's That's did. actually being probably nice. generous.
2: That's,
3: yeah.
0: So
2: so, if I come back enough, Brent, uh, will will I earn a bumper?
0: You know what? Uh, that is true. Yeah, you, you <laughs> sure will. We'll we'll get to see about working on it. Right. Good
1: about. luck with that.
0: But speaking of you coming back, you're writing. Tell us. Tell yeah. us. Hopefully, you're going to be writing more books because your your new one. Uh, what is called bloody scab in space. <laughs> what was it again? I've already. That's close. That's close. So we he's talked like, about it. That's not funny. In the back of his head, he's like, this motherfucker.
2: <laughs> we talked about it a little bit last week, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Scab Among the Stars. It's the first book in a series, uh, which will be either three, seven, or eight books long, depending on how uh, industrious I am. Depending on if George Lucas buys it or not. <laughs> or <what he's>... mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll let hopefully... him write the love dialogue. Yes. It's okay
0: so good when he does yes <laughs> disney's already knocking at his doorstep yeah. uh yes i'm saying that six years from now it's made into a movie you're like uh brent hands here i don't know who that is I have no fucking
2: clue yeah scab among the stars uh dark fantasy book uh in the in the uh it, it would be a cousin to uh to neil gaiman to mm-hmm. uh to china meville to maybe even on some level george R. R. martin it's grim, it's dark, it's engaging, uh, and uh, I look forward to, uh, to people picking it up. The man to my left here has read
3: it. I have read it, yeah. and it's fantastic. And I, and I think I said it last week, but I'll say it again. Uh, I'm a big reader, but this isn't really my cup of tea, this genre. Uh, but this was a book that uh, I read in a binder. You know what and, is a, and, in
0: this genre you would probably like? What? You ever reach like uh, Foundation or Empire? See, I, I have those, and yeah. I need
3: to read them, and I because it's and in I need space, to read but it's
0: all just like political. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, and. and posturing. Yeah. That's like more of your style. You that know? Is. And and was with... space debating. <laughs> you're saying I like space debate? Well, I mean, yeah. that's more I mean, that's your... I know know. He
2: did say you like space docking, from what I understand.
0: Yes. Ah, damn it. That's his website, spacedocking.edu. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it terrifies me just the thought of it.
3: I literally <laughs> don't know what you're talking about, um, but I'm frightened. God well, knows I do. Brent will tell you or show you off air. No. Uh, and uh, but Producer right Lisa to, has
0: a manual.
3: Going back to John Thomas's book uh, – sorry, J.T.R. Brown's book. Um, again, I don't read a lot of dark fantasy, speculative fiction, but I, I was uh, gripped by this book. I really enjoyed it, and uh, I was pretty proud of him. Still am. It's good stuff.
0: Speculative fiction is how they refer to my portfolio, which I don't think is good. Like, with my money, this is not speculative fiction. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's not real good. Again, you know, seriously – guys check this out and if you got questions you can you oh and it can find uh,
2: exclusively on Amazon I forgot to That's mention right. that so uh, Amazon and Kindle or in paperback form uh, and if you want to read my ranting on professional wrestling or, or theology or any other thing that I feel like talking about uh, www.jtrbrownwriting.com nice.
3: also nice. one last thing I'll, I'll plug this uh, John Thomas was on uh, my podcast sad times yes. had a really great episode just under JT Brown uh, but like his mother i refuse to call him that yeah um but he is try. my mother it's uh, really complicated it's, it's really really complicated Talk just call personality me personality like, disorder yeah no kidding <laughs> um but yeah yes, check mother. out that episode i think uh, yes mother as eloquent as as that's, you know, that's psycho. right yeah i know <laughs> uh as He's eloquent as sinful
1: mother you know it's, it's <laughs> all that's
3: right As eloquent as John Thomas has been uh, uh, this week and last week, I mean, he he really goes into a lot of deep things on the sad times episode, having to do with religion, uncertainty, questioning faith, uh, and it's a really good listen. So it is. It's fantastic.
0: It is fantastic. Whoever put it together just knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Yes,
3: thank you very much. I don't
0: know who that was.
3: Oh, I don't either. Some
2: guy with last name
0: Foot. Yeah. 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 I think it was Bert Foot.
1: I remember Bert. I
0: remember in college, uh, our our friend Nick, my roommate Nick, had a a friend named Jackson Foot, and I'm just like, you can't be in the same room with me. Like, I don't think this is gonna work. What happened to that guy?
3: Uh...
0: (laughs) Well, he's now running his own branch Davidian. Sacked down. and then you also had a, a cousin mouth. So yes. your hand foot and mouth Yeah, hand, foot hand foot and mouth It's a disease.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a disease yeah. and that's what you took on the road
0: It is <laughs> yeah, it is yeah, but not on the road as much as David Koresh's band would have been if he just stuck with it a little longer Because I'm sure I wonder if I can play his music at the end of this I wonder if that's any uh, someone actually owns that right? I'm Problem. You know what? I'm going to post that next week or this week or whatever And on, see if on, somebody on knows Facebook. It. Yeah. I'll put on Facebook so you can jam out to some uh bow, 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 bow. S- Sinful Messiah guess. and uh, right. who were they opening for? I forget what was the other one. Uh, I already
3: f- said the uh, seal, Lamb, seal lamb of Seal, slain lamb, slain lamb, slain lamb. Sla- lamb. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. Lamb of God is a band, yeah. That lamb is God is yeah. a- a-
0: as is a band called Swamp Ass,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah. So
0: if you want to talk about Swamp Ass, call 773 669 7277. Again, that's 773 669 7277. That's where you can leave us a voicemail here. something on the show, if you forget any of our links. Just go to the new and improved Hysteria51.com. We've been around for three years. This is my third go at the website. I keep changing it. Every year I I redo it. I redid it again. It's completely new. Tell a friend about the show. Hopefully this uh, might open some of your eyes if you didn't really know about David Koresh and the Branch of Indians. And uh, it's not fun to talk about, but I think it's important to talk about these things. So that's why we do it. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been Kevin. JTR Brown. He's been Conspiracy Bot.